you know all those iconic phrases that we always say? I, I, I don't know. Some of those things that just become part of Americana. What would happen if you took one of those phrases and trademarked it and put it on T-shirts and hats and made a whole lot of money? Well, that's what my guest today did. Deborah Hubbard took one of those famous phrases. You've heard this one, black don't crack. And you know it's true, honey. (laughs) But she took that phrase and she put it on a shirt and she gave it a whole new meaning and branding. And now she's in the t-shirt business. Of course, she makes other products as well. But she's got a brand that will not crack. It's the undeniable, unbreakable, uncrackable Black Don't Crack brand that talks about more than just skin that doesn't wrinkle. It also talks about spirit that doesn't break. You're listening to Rolanda On Demand. Hey, don't forget to follow me in social media at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A. W-A-T-T-S. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And just don't listen. Please subscribe to the show so you don't miss any good upcoming episodes. I'd love to hear from you and get your idea of what you think of the show. So leave a remark or you can write me at Rolanda at Rolanda.com. You might even have a great show idea. But let's get to today's show. Deborah Hubbard has a lot to teach us about branding and from very humble beginnings. So, hey, Deborah, I I am so excited to talk with you today because, you know, we see each other running around Los Angeles and, you know, I've seen your t-shirts everywhere. And I just want to know how in the world you started this business. You, to me, are such a fascinating woman. You're fabulous to look at. Your t-shirts are fabulous. And, you know, you did this and you say it came from you know, humble backgrounds. This was something that was a pivotal moment for you to create such, I'm assuming, is an extremely successful business. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. Well, thank you, Rolanda. And I am so excited that you invited me today. And you know what? The, The start of this business, you know, every time when I talk to somebody, I'm like, it's a phenomenon. Like some days I don't really understand how I got here. Uh, but it all started, um, you know, I don't look like what I've been through and, uh, I'll never forget when Jules Diamond Taylor said that to me, um, because I went through a lot of, uh, adversities in my life when, um, I was going through a divorce, you know, and everybody has a story. If it's not divorce, it could be sickness or it could be this or that or whatever it is. But for me, it was the destruction of my family. And, um, you know, I'm from a large family, eight girls, three boys, that adds up to 11, Rolanda. Wow. I don't know. What number were you in that? I'm number nine. I'm number nine and I'm the last girl. Wow. So with that being said, you know, I really want to go back to my humble beginnings. Um, My mother, she passed the baton to me. Um, to carry on her legacy. Um, My mother was such an amazing woman. I mean, if I could be half of the woman that she was, then, you know, she's gone on the glory, she and my dad now. But if I could be half the woman that my mother was, um, I'd be certainly proud of that. And, you know, it all started with me, though, um, 
the fact that I was going through this divorce and I had to reinvent myself. I was 54 years old. I had to reinvent myself and start all over again. And, you know, I was married to um, a professional tennis player. He traveled the world. You know, we traveled the world. I had a good life, Rolanda. <laughs> and, um, but at one point, I was like down and out in Windsor Hills. <laughs> right. I was down and out in Windsor Hills. And, you know, and I just never took my eye off of, you know, number one, that God could change this for me and that, you know, that one day it would get better. Right. And I'm such a creative person. I'm a woman of many wonders. I've, I've done everything from modeling to when it got, when I started getting into my hardships, I was painting people's houses. I mean, I could come and paint your house, Rolanda, from <laughs> the front to the back. And, uh, you know, and people would look at me and they would say, wait a minute, but you don't look like that you would be doing these things, you know? <laughs> so the fact that I didn't let my pride get in the way and, you know, I had to keep going because I wanted to still have that lifestyle. And, um, so it was a matter of me rolling over to die or do I get up and, and start, you know, walking with my head up again. Make it happen. And so I got to that point. Yeah. So it was really crazy. One night I was going out, a girlfriend grabbed me, took me out to a club and she asked me to go out with her. So we're out, we're out at this club and this guy, he started asking me all these questions about me. Obviously he was hitting on me. And so he asked me several questions like, you know, Oh, so do you have any kids? And I told him actually, yes, I have three kids. And I told him my daughter's age and my son, and I think my daughter was like 25 or 27 at the time. And so he's like, what? you you have a daughter that age and then he asked me about my sons and, and he's like and you have three kids and you look like this like wow and so <laughs> then he went on and I'm like wait a minute flattery words will get you nowhere because I saw that he was trying to mac right? right so then he went on and on and on and then he asked me about my age and when I told him I was 54 he was like wow so he looked at me and he was like you know what if you're all these things he goes let me tell you something you are black don't crack <laughs> and I said wow I'm black don't crack and and I thought about it because I tell you that this is not a lie. And, and I know everybody's like, are you sure, Debbie? Are you making this up? Rolanda, not long before that, I remember falling on my knees because I was at a desperate stage in my life. I fell on my knees in my bedroom and I was praying to God. And I asked God, I said, listen, I'm a humble servant. You know, I help so many people out. You know, I give, I do this you know, can we change this around? Can you give me something and give me something big? You can entrust me with something big. And so I was like, okay, well, fast forward, here comes this evening. And that evening at that club, when that guy said to me, when he said that to me, I am black, don't crack if I'm all of those things. Well, you know what? On the way to my car, I wrote in the palm of my hands, black, don't crack. And mm. I closed it and I put it towards my heart. And I said, could this be it, Lord? Am I supposed to do something with Black Don't Crack? I run home, I Google Black Don't Crack, and guess what? Nobody had ever trademarked the phrase. Well, everybody Nobody had ever. I mean, it's just like, right. it, it is so obvious that it's like so rare, you know? But yes, but out of the million, out of millions of Black people in the world alone, nobody had ever, and I'm not going to say that they didn't think to trademark it, they never went forward with it and I did 
But you know, and so, but I love what you're bringing out in this brand, though. Not only the history, because it's it, the it, the phrase is iconic, Deborah. I mean, yes, it is. Even white people can say it to you and don't feel bad about yes. it. But you know, so they, but what I yes. love about your story is that it's more than this the fact. I mean, you know, even dermatologists will tell you that we have built in melanin that protects us from the equator and all that stuff. So, you know, we have yes. built you know, people from the closer to the equator have more melanin and stuff that protects them. But this is more about life experience also. Because I love that in your brand, you use things like, you use phrases like formidable, you know, overstanding formidable circumstances and resilience and triumphs through all adversity. Because that's a form of cracking too. It's not just, you know, I live in Hollywood and people say black don't crack and they say talking about how pretty you are. But black don't crack also means that, you know, I've had this stuff thrown at me and I did not bow. You know, I only bowed to God. I didn't lean on anybody but God. You know, so, so, the, and I like that part of your story too. Well, you know what? When I came up with the whole concept, so once I found out that nobody had actually trademarked a phrase, and when I thought about a concept, um, I really didn't think about only for every full skin or looking good for our age or the melanin. I wanted something that could be inclusive, something that everybody could, um, uh, it could resonate with. And so I connected it to resilience. Right. And the reason I connected it to resilience is because I didn't break. Right. I didn't let the things in life that could take people out of here. I decided that I was going to fight on. And with that said, you know, just me going around to, oh my God, I travel across the nation just uh, at events, selling and promoting my, my product. And that's the greatest thing that people talk about. It's like, wow, like I connected this. And they start telling me and sharing their stories with me of what they had to overcome or triumph over. And, and I'm like, wow, like this is really something viable. This is wow. something that it's creating dialogue. This is something that are, that's bringing people together. And the fact that it's even transcending color lines is wow. a whole nother avenue. Exactly. Um, I was going to ask you, do, are you, are white people wearing your t-shirts and hats and aprons and sex? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so, you know, I have a store in the Westfield Culver City Mall. It's a, it's a nice shopping mall. So we went in there November 15th of last year and I just decided I was going to do a pop-up and I was, I only expected to be in there for three months. I signed a three month lease. Uh, we're still in the mall. <laughs> so yes, we're still in the mall. And I think it, I think it really is by popular demand. Um, the fact that, that that place is a conversation piece, uh, place people are there and they're sharing, you know, what they have triumphed over. And I'm like, wow, like this is, it's actually spiritual. You I know, it's recording that testimonial. Now you, do you have a book where you're recording that stuff or, or, or you just need to keep a tape? Well, well, guess what, Rolanda? I just wrote a book, my first book. I am an, I'm an author now and my book is called Unbreakable Ooh. and go figure black on crack, unbreakable. And in the beginning, in the first half of the book, I just talk about my journey of how I got here. I talk about uh, reinventing myself. I talked about uh, 
how I trademarked the phrase, uh, iconic catchphrase. I taught, I have testimonials. I have, I have, uh, this is eventually going to turn into a workbook and a journal and I'm doing all of that. And it's just like, I never thought that I could achieve this, especially if I look back to where I was, you know, and I think that's what I want the listeners to take away today is, you know, don't stay stuck. You know, pain is meant to pass. Mm. And I talk about that in one of my chapters. It's called pain, passion, and um, pain and passion and, and, um, and purpose. It's the three P's. And those three P's, you know, the way I put it together is very unique. And it's going to heal a lot of souls. It's going to help a lot of people to get beyond being stuck of where they are, um, you know, with their setbacks. I'll never forget one time I was in church and my pastor said, sometimes in life, you got to be set back in order to be set up. Mm. And I was like, wow, is he just talking to me? I thought it was just me in the church and it was isolated for me. And I took that and I thought about every day I got up and I said, what is my setup going to be? My setback is connecting me to my purpose. And, you know, purpose is, is really deep. And I think that when we talk about purpose, I talk about purpose is direction. Purpose is reason. Purpose is why we are here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we let our purpose get uh, clouded. And that's what my brand is about. All of this is inclusive. More from Deborah Hubbard when we come back. The lady who trademarked Black Don't Crack and is making millions of dollars with the phrase alone. Who is wearing her t-shirts, which celebrities. She has more business advice for us and how she deals with haters. That and so much more coming up here today on Rolanda On Demand. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Be sure to follow me in social media at Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A-W-A-T-T-S on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Welcome back to Rolanda On Demand. But something really unique happened to us, um, Rolanda, back in the summer. Yeah. I sent, I submitted to be on the O-list for Oprah's Magazine right. for a December issue. And when I sent in, Gail King, she put the creative director of O Magazine, who's not black, he's white, in a black on crack city. And it kind of went viral. And people were saying things from A to Z. And they and her question was, is can he wear this shirt? Adam wants to know if he can wear this shirt. It's Adam Glassman. So I had to respond to that. So I did a little video and I sent the video back and I said, Yes, Adam can definitely wear the shirt because my brand is inclusive. My brand is celebrating how people are overcoming adversities. Um, it's about resilience. And I and love the fact that it's- they I'm sorry. It's un, but it's unisex. It's 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 transcultural. Yes. It's your. It's about your. Yes. Like you said, you have a phrase that I love so much when you talk about resilience. You say resilient blood that flows through our veins, and that's something that is so transformational and also trans yes. everybody. I, I I just love it. What, what your yes. your pivotal point? When was it when you said, doggone it, I'm not going to give up and I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take anymore? Well, you know what? I think when I got to the point 
where I had to identify what was making me stay stuck. And once I got to that point, it was like, I wasn't the forgiveness. I wasn't willing to forgive. And then once I was willing to forgive, it was like the floodgates just opened for me. So I'm like, okay, so this can go from A to Z now. And it's amazing in life how we let people put us in prison and or things or jobs or our kids, whatever it is, because especially us as women, we give away 99% of what we have. Yeah. You know, we are natural givers and nurturers and, and all of that. And, but now I learned to start making deposits into Deborah. And I do that if it's, you know, going to the spa or traveling or just going out to a party, you know, sometimes I just have to just take that time and invest in me. That's right. You're listening to Deborah Hubbard right now. And Deborah, I agree with you so much. Deborah, as you have probably seen around, is uh, from the red carpet to, to down in the streets, wherever. Black don't crack. That's what a lot of hats and aprons and T-shirts and dresses and pillows and a bunch of things that uh, Deborah has trademarked. But it's not only about that old phrase about good good skin, but it's also about good fortitude and integrity. And we're talking to Deborah Hubbard, who is the founder and CEO of this. Deborah, so many people wonder, and you know, I can't help but think about, you know, the, the, the hard hit that people are taking, particularly right now, economically. A lot of times yeah. we look inside of ourselves and find our own gifts. And clearly you took your greatest gifts and turned it into a tremendous business. And also what you said is bringing spirit to it. You know, doing well is doing good too, as I always say. And- um, but, but how do you start? I mean, it's, it's so scary to step out away from the box you're put in or the, the status quo to, to reinvent our, you know, you and I are the queens of reinvention here, but, the, but there's somebody who really wants to take that step, who might believe in something that they have and a sign that they got. Uh, how, how do you know when it's the right sign and how to take that step? What, what was your courage point? Well, well, you know what? For me, my courage point was failing. And my failures were my stepping stone to success. And I was like, okay, it's okay to fail. Because the worst thing, it's like when you fall, the worst thing that can happen to you is what you can get back up, right? right? So I was like, okay, so let me at least try this. So trust me, Rolanda, it wasn't only black marks that I I. I tag that I tried everything <laughs> and so I said I, and it was so funny because I remember when we were going my husband and I we were in court and we were going through our, our divorce um proceedings and at one point he said something to the judge you know she's a candle maker she's a she does she does clothing she does this she does that and he started naming all of these titles and things that I did and I was like he's talking about me <laughs> and you know so number one you have to understand your worth what is your worth? And you can't be afraid to fail. And once I figured out that I wasn't afraid to fail, I tried everything. And then, you know what? Ultimately, something's going to stick. And once it sticks, then you just go 100 miles per hour and you don't stop. Because, and then, you know, my, my, it turned into my passion, which ultimately led me to my purpose. Because I just feel like now my mission in life is to inspire and motivate others. Yeah. And 
you know, and everybody has that in them. It's just digging a little deep and finding out, you know, where you're connected with that. I so agree with you on that. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just at this age and at this time in life and you've done so much, you know, cause you know what I love that we were women who didn't go for the old same old hokey dope where you, where you just stay in one yeah. box and everybody says stay in that box that you, you decided to do everything. You know, people say, well, is, isn't that get like getting too unfocused and too divided and too schizophrenic? No, it's like, no, you're using every gift that you have now. Yes. It, it, no yeah. question. You, we have to work. And it's like, keeping the plates up on the sticks, you know, five plates. In there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are my, yeah. they're like your babies. You can't give up one of your babies. You got five babies. You got five babies. Take care of them. But, but, but um, you know what, Rolanda, when I, when I was doing that, not to cut you off, but when I was doing that, when I was painting people's houses, when I was doing gardening and <laughs> whatever for people, landscaping, <laughs> and and I was, I no, I never do a Uber. I don't think I would do that. <laughs> but I'm thinking, but, I'm thinking about but, people out there doing that in between. Yes, yes. But when I was doing all of those things, when I was doing events, I was a wedding planner. I was an event planner. I, I did it all, and I got to the point though that once I started the foundation of Black Don't Crack. Every day I would invest more time in it, more time in it to the, till I got to the point where I could wean all those other things. And I could say at one point, you got to fully commit. And when I fully committed, and I always say this, that God honors commitment. And all my friends always say that, you know, that that's one of your quotes because he does, he always honors commitment. And when I committed to that in the long run, mm-hmm. it was like doors open. People were like, I'll wear it. Kevin Hart wore it on the real husbands of Hollywood. You know, Christian Keys, he wears it on every show and he's always on Instagram. I'm in, I'm in, I could be at the Essence Festival and people will come to me. Christian Keys has your shirt on. So So, the doors. Are you telling me you can make a whole lot of money with the t-shirt business? Oh, of course. T-shirts, always you can make a lot of money. Always. Mm Because everybody always wears t-shirts, no matter what. And then if you have a... Now, can you, with a phrase that is so well-known like that, can you keep other people from using that phrase? And I mean, how did you handle that so other people don't steal? Well, you know what? Actually, actually, a phrase is trademarked. So I actually did, I own the trademark for Black Don't Crack. Mm -hmm. And that is my intellectual property, which now I had to hire an attorney. So yes, I can shut down, I can cease and desist. And actually, I send out cease and desist just about every other day. Well, I got to tell you, Deborah, I I was looking you up and I found somebody who's doing your shirt. So I'm going to send you the link. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. yes. And people do that all the time. And we send out, like I said, we send out cease and desist. And then we get letters, people telling us they're sorry. They didn't know. But that's another thing about business. And I talk about that in my book, when trademarking something, that you have to do your homework. Because people think that you can just go and do what everybody else is doing and they don't understand that it's a process and a procedure when it comes to having a a viable business, a legitimate business. And for me, I always feared that in the beginning. So I did all my homework in the beginning and I looked up all the information. I went to the USPTO, the United States Patent and Trade Office uh, website, and I checked out everything before I just jumped in it. Because I didn't want to get to the point where I was so deep in it and then somebody else had it. Whereas other people, they don't care. They don't care about infringing or, you know, 
but in the long run, it's like they can dilute my brand. So with that, I have to um, police my brand. Now, did you have to pay a big lawyer and a bunch of money and all? Of, I mean, how? how um, much, you know what? I definitely. I mean, does it cost a lot to, to start a business like that? Well, you know what? Trademarking a phrase, you can uh, pay anywhere from, if you do it yourself and just pay the fees, the filing fees, I think it's like $350 on the United USPTO. Right. But if you hire an attorney, which I would suggest because they cross the T's, dot the I's, and they have everything that you don't even think about um, lined up in order um, to protect you. So I hired an attorney, but like I said, if you hire an attorney, you can pay anywhere from 600 to $1,500 or more, uh, dependent on, you know, the deep, how deep the search is and, you know, all the things that come with that. You know, something, I love this whole phrase that everybody's using these days. I'm hearing, you know, you go for your degrees. Well, I want my W. FA work from anywhere. <laughs> yes. Money yes. While you yes. Sleep. This is sounding so good. I'm trying to come up with a t-shirt idea. <laughs> but I um, I know it's funny, cha-ching when you sleep, because I hear cha-ching now when I sleep. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> wow, don't we all want to hear ka-ching when we sleep? Deborah has more encouragement and more inspiration and more information for us, especially those of us who are looking to start new things this year. She also talks about how failures can be your stepping stone to success. That and more about how she trademarked a very iconic phrase, black don't crack, and seems to be cracking the bank with it. More from Deborah Hubbard right after this here on Rolanda On Demand. Hey, don't forget to follow me in social media, on the gram, on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, at Rolanda Watts, R-O-L-O-N-D-A. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. Make the list of your dreams. Mm. Are you into the list thing? I'm always thinking about what I'm grateful for. I did categories. So I did finances. I did health and fitness. I did family. And what do you put in those categories? So, for example, in health and fitness, I want to continue to work out at least three days a week. Did you read my list? (laughs) There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Are you looking for a great book to read? Well, get mine. It's called Destiny Lingers, and it's a romance suspense novel about a journalist who has a second chance at love. It's an interracial love story about two kids who couldn't be together because of Jim Crow, and then they grew up and, well, time moves on and destiny lingers. What would you do at a second chance at your first love? Check me out on Amazon at Destiny Lingers by Rolanda Watts. It's also endorsed by Dr. Maya Angelou. So check it out. It's a juicy story, and I think you'll really like it. You're listening to Rolanda On Demand. I'm Rolanda Watts, and I want to thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe as we are talking to Deborah Hubbard today, founder and CEO of Black Don't Crack, how she made a business out of three little words. <laughs> We're talking to Deborah uh, Hubbard today, who is just, I mean, she is beautiful in her own right, but her shirts, her T-shirts, her hats, her aprons, her pillows, all have this wonderful phrase, black don't crack. We know what that means, but she takes it even deeper, talking about uncrackable spirits. 
uh, that are out there as well, all of us are. Well, all of all of my folks are that way. Deborah is. We're listening. My listeners are all about overcoming and reinventing and and um, and believing in yourself. You know, because I, you know, you go to Absolutely. somebody. I'm going to make a million dollars talking about black don't crack, and people go like, "How are you going to do that on a t-shirt?" And if you know, with the social media and with the the cyberspace and the internet the way it is, and word of mouth the way that we do. It's amazing what you can make happen. If, yes, the you know, what, sky if, is the limit. The limit. The how, sky is the limit. How did you market yourself? How did you market the product? I mean, here you are, you know, as my daddy would say, here you are, this little bitty girl. And you know, <laughs> how did you trans that, translate that into founder and CEO? Well, you know, marketing is such a big part of it. And because when I first, when I initially moved out here, I wanted to be a graphic artist. So I would dip and dab in that. So I kind of had um, some idea of how to um, put words to pictures. Mm-hmm. And so I just went for it and I put it out there. Um, marketing. And branding, actually. Branding is one of the toughest um, challenges when you're doing a business. And if you can get those two to connect, you have something. And like you said, with social media, it's just so much more opportunities um, awarded to you today. Mm. So I did the branding and the marketing myself for like the first three years. And, And then I got some people on board and I called them passion partners and they just donated time because they believed in my dream and they saw what, where I was going to take this. And so far all of those things has come into fruition. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was a lot of work though. It was, it was work dedication, but overall my brand will be a multi-million dollar brand. Yeah. And it's, Um, it's not going to go anywhere, Deborah. The phrase is so, no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, you know, I have the trademark in entertainment. I have the trademark in, in fashion. I have apparel. I have the trademark in skincare and hair care. And that's one of my, uh, I think my next steps that I'm going to jump off in is the in, uh, hair care and skincare. Mm-hmm. So, and we know that we spend trillions of dollars every year on skincare and hair care. So this thing has so many veins and that's what people need to do when they're looking for, um, something to invest their time in. They need to look at if it's one dimensional mm. or if it has other veins or avenues. And and with this, with me connecting it to resilience and not just the melanin, and then, you know, morphing it into the skincare and apparel and entertainment. Because one day I hope to have a um a show, a black don't crack show, a black don't crack award show, a black don't crack every kind of show. So this thing, it had, like I said, the sky's the limit. It's got legs. It's got legs. Founder and CEO of Black Don't Crack. More than a phrase, more than talking about the beautiful skin of melanin and people, but also talking about our resilience and it runs through our blood as Deborah Hubbard says, and um, you can go to black. What is it? Blackdon'tcrack.com. Deborah, is that how we find you? That's it. That's that's it. Blackdon'tcrack.com. And then we're also on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, and it's just Black Don't Crack. And we're on Facebook, Black Don't Crack LLC. And then we're definitely in the Westville Culver City Mall, so people can also find us there. Right now, you've talked about how you didn't give up, but how did you deal with haters? I think a lot of young women coming up trying to start their own business, especially independently, 
you know, I, there are two things I want you to talk about, how you dealt with haters and how you asked for help. Well, the way that I dealt with haters is I show them how I could be successful. <laughs> and you know what? They hated me more. I don't know what haters, <laughs> haters, haters, they, they could hate all they want. And I just kept raising the bar. And, listen, and so, I, love it. I heard, listen, I love, I love what Cat Williams, the comedian says, he says, I don't wake up unless I know I got at least 14 haters waiting out there for me. Yes. <laughs> yes. And sometimes like the controversy and the haters and all that, that actually gives you a little boost to your brand. So, but I'm not saying that I want that. No, <laughs> so, no, no, no. But in the long but run, it is. I mean, a lot of people get swayed by not only the negativity in our heads, but sometimes Absolutely. one can say something to you and throw you totally off your game. And we've got to be, you know, we got to be powered up for that kind of, you know, I'm not saying we can change other people's negativity. You know, some people are so negative, but they can walk in a dark room and develop a picture, you know, in our lives. And well, well, that's, that's why you have to stay focused and you can't let anybody take you off of your game. Right. And I can say that's me. Um, I'm just so focused that nobody, unless they're contributing and adding, there's no way that they're going to deplete my brand right. or bring me down. Right. And it's just having that self-confidence um, that I always didn't have. But I think even some of my success, you know, actually made that come about. Yeah, well, you are very focused and very driven. And I, that's why you're such a success. And you're just... You're just beautiful. Every time I see y'all, y'all should know. Every time I see Deborah, <laughs> she got the hat, the hair, the boots, the this, the that. It's like, oh, she's you look like the Barbie doll we wanted to play with when we were kids. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rolanda. Thank, so thank you, thank you, thank you. But but let me just tell you this. Let Look. me tell you this. Look. As glamorous as you think I am, I will get down with the dirty. Okay. And it's funny because, okay, I do the Essence Festival, the Black Caucus, you know, I do all these events all over and you know what? I'm there setting up, I'm picking up 70 pound bags. I'm, you know, people don't see behind the scenes, the hard work that goes in the preparation. And, you know, I'm that girl, I'm not going to ask somebody to do what I won't do. And, um, and, and when you do that, people respect you even more. They're like, wow, she's like, she's serious about making this work and making it happen. And, and, and I think that's what too, I think that's why Oprah and Gail and Adam, um, from Oprah, from O Magazine, I think that that's what they saw about my brand too. Even though it was a small little business, the fact that, you know, this whole message of resilience and what it brought about. It's like, wow, we need to bring this to the forefront. We need to put this out there. So, and don't be surprised if something else comes up. Listen, I know something else is going to come up because that's just who you are. And when it happens, you just come back on Rolanda on Demand. Promise me that. Oh, without a doubt. We will be there, Rolanda, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm so proud of you. Tell folks where they can find you once again and tell them about your book. Okay, it's blackdoncrack.com. Uh, also on social media, we're on um, Instagram, Black Don't Crack, and Facebook, Black Don't Crack, LLC. And you guys, my book is out for pre-order right now. I will make the New York Times bestseller list. Yay. And that's easy. It's only 9,000 books that I have to sell. 
So you guys can go to my website today and you can pre-order it. And once I do my book tour, I will be in your city and I can sign your book and talk about resilience. That's right. And and you know what? You're such a, a great person to talk about it. Deborah, I've enjoyed this time with you so much. And I know my listeners got, got so much from you and will follow you. Y'all go over there and look at her site. And ch- I mean, the men and the women, the black, the white, the yellow, the everybody. Yeah, don't forget, oh, don't forget about my men because it's not just a brand for women. No, we in- we're inclusive. It's about yeah. my men too. Yeah, you had some really nice, like hoodie things, like some camouflage over there, and the price. Yeah, the price points are like within thirty, fifty dollar range. So go on over there yeah. and check them out. She's in, she even has dresses and aprons and all kinds of things. But express your resilience and celebrate your strength as as deborah says it runs through our blood so y'all that's right. listen thank you so much again deborah and um listen you got thank come you rolanda back again when the big thing happens <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely okay see ya thanks for having me I want to thank you guys so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand. I'm Rolanda Watts, and I just want to say I really, really do appreciate you. You know, that's one of the things we say as good Southerners. I appreciate you, and I really, really do, because I know there's so many things getting back into this new year that you could be doing right now, and you are sitting here listening to me and my wonderful guest. Wasn't Deborah great? I mean, I love her energy, and I love the takeaway that resilience is everything. Yeah, black don't crack. Nothing cracks if you believe in your dream, and that means staying resilient. Let it flow through your veins. And um, really great information. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Keep listening. I've got plenty more there in the archives just waiting for you. Go and take a listen. And thank you so much. By the way, uh, Jack Canfield is one of my uh, archive uh, podcasts. So go and listen to that and enjoy. Many of us are in that pivotal point in our lives. And I love to bring you interviews and inspirational people that have motivated me and share that with you. Because listen, we're all in this together. We're going to find our way through on the new C-Suite Radio Network. Thank you so much for listening. Now go out there and do something good. Rolanda. As opposed to getting that big pot out, you start with very little water. You start with your trinity, some onions and bell pepper and garlic. Oh, that's your, oh, I like that, your trinity. There's all types of onions. I use every one, the red onion, the white onion, the brown onion, even the green onion. And, and you say if you don't like onions. Don't even tell people that you have it in there. <laughs> There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.